Wow, Mondays come quick. Welcome to episode number four of Trifecta Protection, Real People, Real Stories. I'm your host, Brooke Packard. Trifecta Protection is a newly designed safety device that offers an alarm, knife, and anti-drip repellent spray bottle. We have made a few minor updates to the product since we launched back about a month ago to make it easier to ship and receive in some stricter states, such as Massachusetts. (laughs) Um, Some states are stricter than others, which I have found out in this one month. We have switched away from pepper spray to a repellent spray, making that trifecta accessible to all ages and easy shipping all countrywide. Our repellent spray is still potent and will do the job if you were ever in danger. And it's just one step below pepper spray. And it's the maximum strength allowed by the EPA. It just makes everyone's life a little bit easier. So we made that switch. We are now almost one month into launching Trifecta Protection, and we've shipped into seven states. I'm super excited about that. Seven states, that might not sound like a lot, but to me, that is huge. This is just the beginning of protecting, and I'm super excited to see where this goes. Tonight, I'm super excited for our guest on our episode. We have Julia Ucher here with us. A little bit of background on Julia. Julia is a 22-year-old world traveler from Virginia. She's studying to become a lawyer right now, too, which is pretty awesome. A fun fact about Julia is that she can speak three languages, Polish, English, and Spanish, and her favorite place to travel is Spain. Tonight, Julia is going to be diving into her personal story about a first date gone wrong. Julia, we're super excited to have you here tonight. How are you doing? Hi, Brooke. Thanks so much. I'm super happy to be here. Great. How are you? (laughs) I am great. I cannot wait to hear your story. You're such a huge role model for all young girls and females out there, making a difference no matter where you go. I love that you are studying to become a lawyer. I think that is great. And I think it's also great that you're living out your dream of traveling. Isn't that everyone's wish? (laughs) Yeah, I'd say so. (laughs) I think everyone's itching to go somewhere as soon as we're allowed to. Yes, where's the first place you'll go after this COVID stuff's over? I think back to Poland to see my family. Okay. They Uh, weren't able to come um, for my graduation, so I think I'll go back there to see them. Wow, that's awesome. How often do you visit in Poland? Um, Every other year, I'd say we switch off between, because the majority of my family is still there, so we switch off between them coming to us or us going there. I was there in January, actually. So I lucked out right before everything started to shut down. But yep. Okay, well, awesome. I can't wait for you to be able to buy that plane ticket and just go. (laughs) Me either. (laughs) Um, Julia, we're super excited to hear your story. And we're ready when you are. Perfect. Yeah. So like you mentioned, it was um, a date gone wrong. So this person was a friend of a friend. He added me on Facebook, and 
I accepted it and I was like, oh yeah, whatever. Like we have so many mutual friends that I'll just accept them. Like I'm sure he's fine if my friends know him. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so we started talking and I gave him my Snapchat and he was, uh, he wanted to ask me, but he always constantly wanted to talk to me. And like, I had a full-time job. I was still in school. Like I just didn't have the time to do that. And he would blow up my phone, blow up my text messages. He even sent me an email one time. Oh my God. An email. Are you kidding? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what was the subject header? Do you remember? It was just like, please answer me. Hi, please answer me. Like, oh my gosh, letters. Like, I'll have to go back and find it, but it was insane. So that's when I was like, okay, this this is kind of weird. Like, I get like wanting to talk to someone and wanting to get to know someone, but this is like extreme. Like, I only have twenty four hours in a day, and I don't dedicate the twenty four hours to texting. Yeah, that's some extreme infatuation right there. And this is before you've even come in contact with him, like met him? I had never met this kid. I just knew that he was like, we had mutual friends and my friends were like, oh yeah, like you should try dating again and try dating this kid. Like he's super fun when you get to know him and stuff like that. Yep. Um, And I was like, okay, fine. It's been like two years since I've dated. I'll try. Mm -hmm. But I gave it a firm go and I didn't get anywhere. (laughs) Um, So I made the mistake of telling him where I worked. Oh, God. Um, So I worked at Kohl's at the time. um, And I was doing, like, an internship program. And I had meetings. And, like, I did store walks. um, Essentially, like, one of the assistant store managers. So one day, I posted a picture on my story on Snapchat and it was a pair of these floral Nike sneakers and I jokingly said I'm a size seven if anyone wants to get these for me ha ha oh like, gosh no one in their right mind yeah would get me a hundred dollar sneakers yep so whatever I don't think anything of it I take my sister hiking the next day because I have the day off and I get a text message from him and it says I got you something Oh, my gosh. And I was like, what could you possibly get me? Like, I don't know you. Like, you don't know me. Like, I didn't really tell you what I like. Never asked for anything. And you've never met him. But anyway, keep going. No, never met him. And he was like, oh, well, we'll have to go out and get ice cream for you to, like, see. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm super lactose intolerant. Which wasn't (laughs) a lie. At this point, I was, like, thinking of, like, anything possible to not, like, see this guy. Yeah. Because I like to think that I have a heart of gold and I never want to say no straight up because I'm like, oh, well, like, I don't want to hurt their feelings, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And you never know. You hear of these crazy love stories where people meet in the weirdest ways. So I'm seeing that you're trying to give him a chance. Yeah. So um, I was like, yeah, maybe we'll see. And over text message told me that it was the sneakers that I wanted. He was like, Oh, I grabbed the last pair of size seven sneakers. I went to your work after you left that day and I bought them since I saw them on your story. Wow. And I was like, great. Amazing. If anything, I'll get some sneakers out of this. I still wear them to this day. I love them. They're actually my favorite, but they do give me like low key bad vibes when I wear them. (laughs) But they're just so cute. (laughs) I don't blame you. I think I would still wear them too, but wow. So then, um, the weekend passes, I had it off. I go into work on Monday, and my internship was, like, 
finishing up. It was the end of the summer, and I had one of my mentors come in for a walkthrough. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we're, it's, like, around 5 o'clock. We're walking around. I'm telling her all these things, what I did, blah, blah, blah. And out of the corner of my eye, I can see someone, like, following me. But I didn't think anything of it because we were, like, in the men's department because I was, like, my section of the store. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, maybe they just want to ask me a question. Like, maybe they need something. But every time I would, like, turn my body to even, like, look at them, they would go away, like, hide. Oh, so my gosh. Then... I finished my shift or whatever, and I checked my phone, and I had this Snapchat, and I, it was from this kid, and I opened it, and it was um, a picture of the front of my store, and it said, when you go visit the person you're infatuated with at work. What? So I was like, oh my God. But he's being creepy about it. He's not coming to say hi, like I brought you a coffee. He's literally following you around the store and hiding. Yes, and... Luckily, in the store that I worked at the time, we had loss prevention and security in there. Yep. Um, so after I told, like, jokingly, didn't think much of it, I told the security guy, I was like, hey, like, look at the Snapchat that I got, like, so weird, haha. And the guy is like, um, yeah, that's so weird. So then I went to my car, and we had to park as employees in a certain part of the parking lot that, if need be, could be seen on the cameras from inside. Yep. So... Bought something and I put it in my car and I turned around to go back inside because I left my lunchbox inside and I was like, oh, I'll just go grab it and I hear my name and I'm like, I slowly start to turn around. I'm like, that's super weird. Like, didn't make plans with anyone to hang out. And he's standing at his car door. Oh my gosh! Wait, I have a question for you. At this point in time, like when you felt you were being followed in the store, were you thinking it was him or were you just thinking like this is just a strange feeling? I was just thinking that it was, like, a random person who needed help. I, like, didn't even think about it because he didn't know my work schedule for that day or anything. I hadn't posted that I was at work. So I was, like, it's probably just someone random who's, like, too shy to ask because it, like, probably looks super intimidating. Two people walking out of the clipboard pointing things out in the store. Yes. Okay. So then you see him at his car. So, yeah. First, I saw that Snapchat, and that's when it clicked that that was him following me around. But I assumed that... He left. Like, I went to the back room, and I didn't see him because I had to buy some things. So I didn't see him, and I was like, okay, he left. Whatever. Didn't think much of it. Bring things to my car, realize I have to go back, hear my name. So I turn around, and he's standing there. And at this point, we had made eye contact. So there was nowhere. I couldn't even pretend that I didn't see him. So I walk over to his car, and he's like, oh, I got you this. And it's the speakers. And I was like, oh, thank you. Like, you didn't have to do that. Like, so no no ice cream, no date just shows up at your work no. to give you the present. Okay. Yes. And then he was like, oh, it's funny you say that. After that, he was like, oh, you want to grab that ice cream now? And I was like, I still have some things I need to do inside. Like, thank you so much for this. Give him a hug. It was the most uncomfortable hug of my life. Wow. Like, I was trying so hard to be nice. But, yep. like, you could see in my face that, like, I was not having it so I went back inside and the security guy pulls me aside and he was like as soon as you sent me that snapchat we watched you on the cameras and we watched that whole interaction so then my job made me go in and like re-explain everything to them and tell them what happened um and essentially my job made me file a restraining order for this guy (laughs) because they deemed it wasn't safe for me yeah but it also like 
wouldn't be safe for anyone else I've worked with, like, in case, like, if I wasn't there and he came looking for me or whatever. Yeah. So it's just, like, a safety thing. Wow. So um, you had to file a restraining order? Did that have to yes. go through, like, the police or was that just through your job? Through the police, but my job made me do it. Like, I was like, really, do I have to? Like, are you sure? But the guy was like... Like, it's the best course of action. Either you stop working here or file the restraining order and, like, continue coming to work. Oh, wow. But he was like, we don't want you coming here without it because we didn't – we weren't the kind of store that had security in there constantly. It was only certain days, and I just happened to luck out this day. Okay. But – How did it um, go after? Like, did he find out you had a restraining order? Were there more encounters so he found out that I had told people that the whole situation was weird, and he messaged me on Twitter. Um, Good old Twitter. Twitter wasn't private. Mm-hmm. Um, and he messaged me, and he was like, that's super rude of you to be telling people um, all this stuff that I did when I was genuinely just trying to be nice. And so I read the message. I blocked him. I never, I never said anything back, and I haven't heard anything since then. So I don't know what he's up to. Oh, wow. But that's that's pretty creepy. Hopefully he got the message. So do you think he knows that you had a restraining order out on him? Or like, do you think that information got back to him? I don't know. I never heard back from after that time. I stopped replying to his text messages and everything. So I think he might have just gotten the hint. But he never like tried or I never saw him again. Wow. That's pretty creepy. Yeah. <laughs> do you think he was just in love with you, or do you think he was generally a creep? I think he was – I wouldn't say he was a creep per, intentionally per se. I think he was just a nice guy who was trying way too hard and didn't get, like, social cues and, like, context clues. Yeah. I think he had good intentions, and I don't think he would have ever hurt me, yep. per se, but he just wouldn't give me space, and that's what made me feel uncomfortable, even after I, like, expressed, like, hey, like, don't text me all the time, like, I'm at work, like, don't show up to my, my place of work. Yeah, that's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> that's awful. Hey, but you know what, Julia? I'm happy that you're safe and out of it. You also got a brand new pair of sneakers that you didn't have to pay for. That is very true. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, geez. Well, that is a very creepy story, Julia. Um, But what is one piece of advice that you would like to share with the world in order to help keep other females safe? I would say to just trust your gut and you don't have to be nice to everyone if you don't feel safe you don't have to continue like pretending to to be nice because you think you're gonna hurt someone's feelings like yeah hurt their feelings and move on it's better you hurt their feelings and god forbid something happens to you because you are just trying to be the nice guy wow that's powerful right there that's huge so <laughs> that's what i would say to everyone absolutely and you know what not everyone your friends try to set you up with might be the best match. I know everyone loves to play matchmaker, me included, um, but they might not always be the best match. Yes, that too. Stop dating altogether. Stop That's dating. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. Well, Julia, thank you so much for sharing your story and opening up. Hopefully your story and advice will resonate with other people out there. Of course, we would like to help or save everybody, but I consider it a success just by reaching one person by our stories. 
Yeah, I mean, if it reaches at least one or two people, I'll be so glad that we were able to help someone, and hopefully then they can go on and share what they heard and just continue on. Yep, absolutely. We're females, we're a force. <laughs> um, but Julia, thank you again. Um, everybody out there, if you have a story to tell, we want to hear it. Leave us a message on social media at Trifecta Protection or on our website to start the process today. Tune in next week at 7 p.m. for our next episode. Stay safe, my friends. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm all right Still got